we kind of want to like get into those big containers and get to where we want to go really quickly. But I think we have to go through some of these smaller containers and some of these, because there's things we need to learn. And we, and we would just be like, it would, it would not work just jumping into the $30,000 high elite seven figure mastermind when you're a six figure entrepreneur and you haven't, you haven't gone through some of those big things yet. What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? Not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses, from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses, navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like the mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business, or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Fast Foundations, the podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio, here with a friend of mine from the very first round of Fast Foundations, the mastermind. Shayna, welcome to the show. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. I know we first haven't caught round. up in so long. I know it's I know. first round. We were like the OGs, right? It's so funny because looking back, that seems like it was so, so long ago, but it really was only three years ago, right? So three years can seem super long or can seem like such a short blip in time. Talk us through like, what is your business? I know you've pivoted and changed a bit as you came into the mastermind, a, a, like a lot of us did. I know Jim yeah. and I did, uh, Regina, Jackie, some of our OG friends like really came into it with like maybe one idea and then have kind of found their way since. So tell us what you're up to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny. I've actually kind of come full circle back to what I started Fast Foundations with, was, which was a business coach. Um, doing business coaching, but I've, I think since then have refined a little bit more about, you know, what I'm doing and who I support versus just, I'm a general business person. I'm going to help people start online businesses. And now I specifically work with online coaches. So, um, yeah, I, I really love, I, I love the process of creating my own coaching business so much. And I've learned so much from amazing mentors, like the fast foundations crews, um, from the, from even the people that I was with inside those containers, um, and some of the other mentors I've worked with since then. And I love, uh, the process of creating the business and, and figuring out social media and figuring out the strategies that I really have this like special place in my heart for the new online coaches who work up and coming into the industry, because I know how, and I don't know if we can swear on this podcast or not, but I know how fucking hard it was to get, you know, my feet in the ground and really establish myself in my, in my business. And so I really want to be that that lighthouse for those new coaches coming in to be able to say, Hey, like, here's, here's what I know. Here's what I know. Here's how you can avoid these pitfalls. Here's how you can kind of get up and running and find those first few paying clients, uh, in the fastest way possible. And that's, that's really what I do. That's amazing. And it's 
so needed because like you said, it is fucking hard, especially in the beginning. And especially when you don't have, say, a track record of sales or course making or online even stuff. Like for me, I was a brick and mortar uh, person, yeah. right? It was person to person yeah. business. It wasn't business to business. And there was so much I knew I didn't know. But when we got in the room, it was like, whoa, there's a lot that I don't know. And there's so much you can implement. And in like, what steps do you take and what order do you do things? Um, but right. you touched on something that I love because it is the curated groups that end up being in there that allow us to like lean on each other. Are you still close with anybody from that first round that we were in? Uh, well, I still, I'm not as close as I used to be like Jackie service and you know, you guys that we were all, we're, I mean, we're still all on Instagram and we like say hi to each other here and there. And I'm always like messaging when I see things and stuff like that. But I think, you know, we just, we grow, we evolve, we get busy, you know, we're doing things. We've all got families and kids and dogs and all the things. So, um, you know how, how that is. So, um, I don't see anybody, uh, anymore really, but, um, I, I definitely, you know, keep in touch just watching everything they're doing online for sure. Totally. And I relate to that. I feel that, but it's like that knowingness that if you needed advice or if you needed oh. like the bat line, like your network is there. Um, yeah. and I've, I've discovered that more so recently as I've been getting into other people's events and like doing other things, it's like, wow, I know all these people because I said yes to being in that room the very first time. It was like a ripple effect of like that one introduction. Or I saw a girl at one of the booths yesterday. I was at this event this past weekend in Arizona and I walked up and I, I had coffee with her one time with a few other people. I walked up, I'm like, oh, I don't know if you remember me. And she's like, oh yeah, totally. You're so-and-so's friend. So it's always like that. You have these, yeah. these this network of people that just spread so far because of the people we've been able to meet in these groups. And like social media to me is so funny because this girl walked by me at the event and I totally smiled and waved at her. And she gave me that like half like smirk smile, like, okay, hi. And I was like, oh my God, I've never actually met her in person. I just follow her on social media. It's so true. It's like, we, you feel like you know somebody you're like, no, we've met. It's like, no, we actually haven't. We've only just yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> well, and I don't know about you, but like coming from a, like a pre, like I was in an accidental entrepreneurship place before and then mm -hmm. stepping into like being a real entrepreneur. Um, there's been a lot of struggles that I've realized, like I don't, sh I didn't in the beginning know how to show up for myself. Like I did when I was working for somebody else before. Did you yeah. notice any of that when you were kind of stepping into this space of like owning your own business and like working from home and doing all these yeah. new things? Well, it's interesting because I was going to mention before when we were talking about the new coaches and and coming up into this space, like a lot of times you don't have the skill sets or the understanding on even how to, it's one thing to sell something. It's another thing to sell yourself. Like I was in network marketing for a solid eight years before starting my coaching business. And I was really, I was really good at that network marketing business. I was in the top 1% of the company, but I wasn't selling myself. I was selling a product. I was selling a company. It was almost like, I don't want to say it was easier, but it, for me, it was easier. And then when I started to, you know, in coaching, I was all of a sudden selling myself and there were a lot of fears and a lot of, you know, self-worth stuff. And like the mindset stuff became part of my, my personal development because it wasn't, it wasn't the same, you know, it wasn't the same as selling this mascara or selling this skin cream. I had to sell me. And that was a huge uh, part of the development. And, and I think that's one of the things when I joined Fast Foundations, I thought I was going to learn how to, you know, sell my, my, my program or sell, you know, you know, become successful. But what I really learned inside of that container was, and this was a lot more from the Lori side of things when, when Lori um, was speaking was 
that it's about like, there's a lot of inner work that needs to be done. It's about who you are and it's about who you're being. And it's about developing personally, not just selling, you know, your program or selling your offer to make money kind of thing. It wasn't just about the strategy. Um, And so I've incorporated a lot of that personal development side, the mindset side into my programs, because I didn't do that when I very first started. Like I didn't start with Fast Foundations until, so it was 2019, I started my business in 2016. So three years before I joined Fast Foundations or three years after I started my business. And I was solely strategy. I was like, what's the latest email funnel? What's the latest thing? You know, I was all strategy. And I was like, why am I stuck? Why can't I get past? Like for me, I could not get past like five, six, 7,000, you know, a month kind of thing. And it was because I had, I wasn't doing any inner work. There was no personal development at that point. I I didn't realize it was me, the one that was in my way. And that was kind of that, you know, we opened the door to that a lot inside the Fast Foundations, um, that round that I was in. So yeah, we did big time to the point where I remember going home after the first in person and I was like, damn, like I have a lot of work to do. I can either turn around and run and hide and go back to exactly what I know, my comfort bubble. Or I can like really grin and bear it along with these other 40 or 50 people that were in our group. And yeah. we can all kind of like work this out together because honestly, it can be overwhelming. And I'll never forget, remember Lori saying like, you're going to be firehose, like all this information. Yeah. Don't think you have to like implement everything right now. Just like take it all in, keep it like, keep it in your back pocket for when you start to be able to step into each space like that, you know? So yeah. had you been a part of a mastermind prior to Fast Foundations? Uh, I had, uh, I was in a group coaching program, uh, which was all zoom actually, no, there was an actual in-person session with that one as well. Um, but it, it, fast foundations was different. I don't know for some reason it was different. And I think it was just the way it was run. Um, it was just a different setup. There was more in-person events in there. I just felt like the, 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 the type of people that were in that one was just a little bit of a higher caliber. It was just a different type of mastermind. Um, so I had been, but, uh, it was, it was the first time I had to travel like to that, like, cause there was what, two or three events in, in that mm-hmm. one when we, when we did that. And I just remember being like, that was in itself was super scary. Like, you know, the, uh, just being a part of that was, was new. So yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting for sure. It really was. I know. Okay. So how would you say, so it's kind of nice to be able to use you as an example, because I think the last couple episodes I've recorded, people came in with like a really brand new thing and kind of like developed the idea as they went through the program and then mm-hmm. afterwards, but you had a business and you just explained to us really like very viscerally what a lot of people are dealing with. Like I can only get to a certain place in my business. I'm almost feeling like I'm stuck. Like I can't quite figure out how to get out of my own way or what, what the missing pieces are. So how would you say like that going through that program and what you learned, the network you built during it and continued on has helped you generate more income, grow your business, scale, like really niche down to what you're doing. Like, talk to us about that. Yeah, I think probably, you know, the first thing that came to my head was just being able to witness what other people were creating, you know, inside the container as well. So, you know, you were in the group and the connections that I made and the and the people that I were meeting, I was able to watch them do the things like not only, you know, yes, we, we, we were taught from Chris and Lori and all the speakers like do this and do that. And here's the things. And I could do them to certain degrees, but then I would see like what you were doing. And then I was seeing what Jackie was doing. And then I was seeing what, you know, every, like all these other people were doing. And it was like, it was like exciting to see how people were taking in the information and implementing it differently, but yet, you know, creating results. And I thought that was really cool because 
there were some things where I didn't even think to do things in a certain way, but then I would see Christina do something. And then I was like, oh my gosh, okay, that's really cool. I love how she interpreted that and then turned it into this. Now, you know, and it gave me ideas and inspiration to kind of move forward. So that was really cool to be able to just have those relationships and see those different perspectives, you know? And so, yeah, I think, yeah, it was just, just kind of being in the energy of the people wanting to grow and develop and, you know, seeing Chris and Lori, like, I'm not going to lie at that time, I was a little starstruck by them. (laughs) And I remember being in the room going like, holy shit, like they're like right there. Cause I followed them for, you know, for a long time in my business before actually joining. I actually, think, and I'm going to claim this, it would need to be, it would need to be assessed by Chris, but I actually think I was the very first person to sign up. (laughs) Wow. I feel like I I remember saying something like that. I remember that. Yeah. I, and it's so funny because I tell that story too. Like I was just like waiting. I knew he had his elite level mastermind and I was like, yeah, maybe one day. And I'm like, can't he just create something for us? Like early stage entrepreneurs or like us accidental. Cause he used that word accidental entrepreneur. And that one like hit me. I don't know what it was that he said that spoke to you other than like him inviting us at a price point we could maybe actually swallow. Yeah. Well, I think at that time I was much like you, I was, I had my sight set on the big one and it was like, I think this is the thing too, as, as entrepreneurs, whether we're new or newer, we kind of want to like get into those big containers and get to where we want to go really quickly. But I think we have to go through some of these smaller containers and some of these, because there's things we need to learn. And we, and we would just be like, it would, it would not work just jumping into the $30,000 high elite seven figure mastermind when you're a six figure entrepreneur and you haven't, you haven't gone through some of those big things yet. And so I was messaging him about the the bigger mastermind, just wanting to get an idea of pricing so I could start to visualize and like whatever. And he said, I think I, I have something coming that I think you're really going to like. And we were back and forth. Um, and I remember him dropping the information and I was like, holy shit, I'm in. And I, like, I, I literally knew I was in before I even spoke to my husband about it. Cause I was like, you know, Jason and I talk about everything together, but I was like, I need to do this. Like it wasn't even a question and yeah, it changed my life. Absolutely. I feel you. I, I, I literally was having this conversation cause I, you know, you hit road bumps in, in entrepreneurship. It's just part of the deal. And I was yeah. on one of those, one of those days where I was having my best day and my worst day in the same like hour. And yeah. um, I said to my boyfriend, I was like, man, can I just go back to not knowing all of this stuff? Like ignorance is bliss. And he's like, he laughed at me. He's like, okay. He's like, listen, like you saying that's like the funniest thing ever because all you do is want to learn new things. He's like, so creating that awareness is one thing. And like the fact that, you know, you and I both, it was like a hell yes feeling. Yeah. Did you have an intention when you joined? Cause it was like, yes, you knew Chris. Yes. You, you knew kind of that, that yeah. there was something missing. Was there like a real intention of like, what you wanted out of the mastermind or were you just totally open, no expectations, willing to like playful out regardless? Well, I was definitely willing to playful out regardless because the fact that I even put myself in that room and committed to traveling, you know, to LA twice by myself, not knowing anyone. Um, to me, I was already at that space of like, I I'm doing this. I don't think that I had a necessary like set intention, except for I just wanted to be in the energy of successful entrepreneurs. I wanted to calibrate to what they knew and what they experienced in their energy. Like I didn't, I had no idea what was going to come from the, the mastermind and the, all the things, including the zoom calls and stuff. I just remember being like, if I, if I want to be this type of caliber coach, I need to be in the room with 
these types of caliber coaches. And they were like extreme. I mean, all the coaches in Fast Foundation, even to this day, are at that caliber. So it's like, if you want to play at that space, you've got to put yourself in those spaces. And that's what this mastermind really felt like for me. It was like, this is the big kids, this is the big kids table. <laughs> and that's where I wanted to play. And I, when I got there, I remember we had to go to the front of the room mm. and share like, and I was like the only one who brought a notebook because I didn't even know how to talk about myself. I was like so nervous, but I just remember like every, every experience that I had inside that mastermind was a little push outside of my comfort zone which was exactly what I needed to be able to start to see myself at that next level. And I was definitely playing in my comfort zone before that. So there's that. There's that. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally, I just got that like gulp feeling when you were talking about when we had to go, we call them hot seats yeah. now where you have to go up and oh, intro yeah. yourself. And not only do you have to intro yourself, and we're not trying to scare you if you listen to this podcast and you haven't no. been a part of, of Vast Foundations and Mastermind yet, but it's it's so good because like we were both saying, like staying in your comfort zone is one thing, but being able to speak about yourself, be able to introduce yourself. If you want to have a business, those are the two basic things that you need to overcome in being able to articulate who you are, what you do and who you help. So yeah. like, that was like the first step of like, I'm Jessica, I'm Shayna, like this is who I am. And, and then we also had to say what we needed help with. And yes. I think that was really powerful because I don't know about for you, but for me, I was like, I don't have a problem asking for help. A, a lot of times I get so overwhelmed. I don't know what I need help with first. Um, yeah. And I think that's true for a lot of people who are used to that. Like, if you want shit done right, do it yourself type of uh, energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and that's how you sometimes get stuck at that five, six, seven, even $10,000 level in business is when you don't learn to ask for help. And I think- yeah. Just joining Fast Foundations and Mastermind is literally your first step in asking for help. Yes, you're paying to ask for help, but like Chris always says, like you're paying to skip the line and learn from people yeah. like now you and me who then turn around and we're teaching the same sort of foundational skills that we learn because business is business. And yeah. you know, you can stay doing the same thing that worked for you at one point, but eventually it's gonna outgrow. And that's like what we call the algorithm and all of the new things that are coming out. And when you stay yeah. inside groups like this and you stay on the pulse of like, what's working, what's not. And you can collaborate with 40, 50 other people um, yeah. and their networks to like continuously grow your business to figure out what's what's going on. That's the key, I think, to staying in it for the long term. And, you know, I've seen so many successful people come in, stay in the program, sometimes do multiple rounds in the program just for that accountability and accessibility to be able to ask the questions and ask for help whenever they need it. So I agree. I think, you know, being around that caliber of people is exactly the same thing I was looking for. I called it friends because I yeah. had amazing friends and I was kind of like, I don't really need new friends, but I didn't have friends that I could speak about my dreams that would do anything, but just listen. Nobody was like shitting on the dreams. They were kind of just like, that's cool. How are you going to do that? I was like, You're I don't know. Yeah. Nobody's challenging you, right? Like to say like, hey, but is there a better way? Or hey, like, can we dream even bigger? Or hey, like, maybe think about doing it this way. And it was like, yeah, like you want to put yourself in rooms where you're not the smartest person, where you're not, you don't have all the answers. You, you you're there to, to contribute, but at the same time, like the, the knowledge in that room, not just from the speakers, but even from all of the participants, people who, who joined it to learn, like the combined knowledge of that room, like exponential. Like you, I couldn't even, we couldn't even put it into words. There was so much just because we were all from different places had different experiences, different backgrounds, different, 
everything. And it wasn't a matter of how much money you made and that's what made you special. It wasn't that at all. It was just, you know, what are you here to create? And let's do it. Let's figure it out. Let's find a way. And I think that is also important to know. Like, you know, don't be afraid about standing in front of the room. Yeah. Just be excited about the fact that you're going to be, you know, challenged to to think bigger and be bigger. Yeah. And not only challenged, but you'll be supported and people will be in your corner cheering for you. And not only that, often you'll find like your next business bestie or your business like partner. I know partner, even Jim and RT, like they're a perfect example of two people who went through the mastermind and then moved into the elite level mastermind and then realized they had real similarities. And then they had really strong different differences and decided to combine their agency. And then their agency purchased Fast Foundations from Chris and Lori last year, beginning of the year. And they're now carrying the torch and the legacy of what like impacted them, just like it impacted us and are now like the next generation, right? Because you have to, I think, be currently on the pulse of like early stage entrepreneurship in order to like teach it. And, you know, Chris and Lori are now only doing their elite level and that's where they've grown into. And that's amazing. And I love that they knew like this was no longer the best place they could be serving to then pass it on to Jim and RT to like keep doing the thing. So if you were to create a mastermind, what would you focus on? Cause I know your strategy, like, you know how to get shit done. You know how to help people like figure their shit out. Like that is your superpower. So, I mean, what would Shana's mastermind be if she created one? No, it's funny because I just actually created one this morning. I haven't put it out there yet, but um, I know the universe works. Let's drop it now for all the peeps. Let's drop it. Um, I actually called it the 10K Coach Mastermind because one of the things that I feel like when I started my coaching business, my goal was to get to 10K months. It was like, that was the first thing that I wanted. And I don't, I hate using money and dollar signs as a way to like whatever, but at the same time, it's an easy way to kind of you know, say like, this is the level that I want to get to. It's hard to say, well, I want to be a successful coach, like to put 10 K on it. You just kind of know where you stand at that point kind of thing. And the reason why I wanted to create this mastermind was because I know that to get to those kind of 10 consistent 10 K months, it's not just a strategy. Yes, there is strategy. And I will give all my strategies inside the containers and inside my programs but it's also about having conversations like how to how to think differently or how to you know how to shift your mindset to be able to hold 10k months you know how to be the person who is a six figure entrepreneur because getting to six figures and being a six figure entrepreneur are two different things you can easily create a 10k month but can you hold it can you be that person all the time what happens when nobody's signing up what happens when nobody's buying what happens when somebody wants to their money back what happens when you know like there are so many things that i've experienced and learned as uh, becoming my own six figure entrepreneur that i realize looking back like if i had to learn some of the energetics and the 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 dualities of the feminine and masculine energy if i had a, if i had learned that as much as i was learning the strategy in the beginning i would have been able to grow faster i would have been able to create the results that i wanted for myself and my family a lot quicker and so it's like i want to help new coaches you know do the things take the actions build the social media do all those things create the program all all that stuff but i also want them to be an entrepreneur, which it's one thing to do entrepreneurial things. It's another thing to be an entrepreneur. That's an inside game. 
And so I'm like, I, I want to create a space where they can show up. They can share their vulnerabilities. They can share the things that are working. We can celebrate. We can do like all the things inside this container and um, let them, you know, just be in a safe place where they can talk about all the things that they need to grow into to be that six figure entrepreneur. How important there's there's that there's the official announcement right here on the podcast. I love it. What, what would you say is like some commonalities from all the coaching that you've done, all the people that you've worked with, all the people who have found, you know, I don't hate to call it struggle, but it's the challenges that come along with creating this and finding the space and working through the energetics of business. What would you say are some of the common things you see even in the people who are the most talented, who have all the gifts to give, who who could potentially be successful in business, what are some of the things that you see like regularly pop up? Yeah, the imposter syndrome is by far the first thing that happens to a lot of people. It doesn't matter how many how many certifications they have, how many years. Like there are entrepreneurs that I work with, or sorry, coaches that I work with who are just getting started in coaching, who have had twenty years experience in their skill set, in their zone of genius. And now they've got to go online, like I said, and sell themselves. They start to feel like the imposter. Well, who am I? Who Who's going to buy from me? When I was doing it for this company, it was, you know, I was really successful and I could do it here. But now I have to sell myself and people have to buy me. And they start to get in their head about that. And so the imposter syndrome really is is one of the main things I see uh, with new coaches. I had it. Um, I'm sure I'm Jessica. I'm sure you probably have it too. Yep. Um, and that's just like we get in our head about, oh well, I I didn't go to school for coaching. I didn't, you know, blah blah. blah. So there's that. Um, the other thing I, I the other thing I think is a is a bit of a, a roadblock for some of the new coaches is investing in themselves. We have no problem giving a university $40,000 of our money to go and take a three-year program. But when there's a coaching program that's going to teach you how to build a business and it's five grand, you, you know, there are people who just can't get like how to, they can't get their head around that. But to be honest, like I've learned more from the coaching programs like Fast Foundations and other ones that I've spent, you know, I've spent a lot of money on coaching in, in my day. I've learned more from all of those experiences than I learned paying the, the college that I went to, whatever, thirty, forty thousand dollars for my education. You know, like it's it's like it's a different ball game now. It's like people don't need to go to school necessarily. I hate to say it, but they don't necessarily need to go to school to create a successful business. You know, you don't have to go to, you know, business school to be able to start a business these days. You can learn from other people and probably a lot cheaper. Yeah in a more condensed in like intimate setting. Yeah. And I think that's what people are craving now is that, that connection, the connection piece, which is like thrives in these sorts of environments. Masterminds create like the yeah. deepest connections with the people. Like we talked about earlier, we still have that bat line to anybody we might want to reach out to just because we had that, we all invested in each other. And it, that was kind of the thing. Like, even if you thought you didn't have like a ton of value to bring into the room and that maybe you weren't the smartest person in the room, you knew that you had a seat at the table because you paid to be there. And yeah. I know you and I have like had smaller offers. We've had things that were more like quote unquote affordable, but yeah. often I find like people don't take the smaller bite-sized ones as seriously as when you fully step in and put some fucking skin in the game. Yes. And that's why I love that this mastermind is priced the way it is, because if you are an early stage entrepreneur, it is still a bit of a stretch and like a woe to swallow and like a, a shit. Like what am I, what is my ROI going to be on this? I mean, you've just gone over so many ways in which it's been a huge amount of ROI for you, yeah. right? Like finding yourself in this, finding your voice, like figuring out exactly who you serve and what you want to bring out into the world. Well, and even just making an investment like that, 
the minute that you pay for this and you do that, you've shifted. Because if you've never done that before, you've never invested in yourself that way. Now you have, and that's changed something in you. Like my very first investment in a coach when I very first started was 3000 US dollars. And let me tell you guys, I was not in a great financial position at that point. I actually had to borrow my mom's credit card to pay for that coach. But that changed my life because he was the one who gave me those initial starting steps to start my business. And I wouldn't change that for the world. I easily paid that back. But you guys, that changed something in me because once I made that commitment, I was in. Like I wasn't turning back. I was like, fuck, I'm doing this. Like I'm fucking doing this. And I showed up for every call. I did the work because I was invested. And let me tell you, if you're sitting here going, that's great, Shana, but I don't have the money. I can't invest. Let me tell you, if there is a will, if you have a desire, there is a way. I found a way and it was my mom's credit card. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so it, it, it literally can completely change the game for you. And, and, and I, I, I truly believe that investing in yourself and in your business does grow you and it grows your business if you do the work. hundred percent. And it just came for me like a little download was like, if you believe in your business, if you believe this is the path you're meant to walk, that investment, while it still can be scary and be a little bit overwhelming and intimidating, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that you would bet on yourself and invest on yourself. And, you know, yeah. a friend of mine once told me how much she had paid for uh, law school and how much she was still in debt at, even in her thirties from law school, which she's not even a lawyer anymore. She was a lawyer for seven years. Um, maybe, you know, what I'm talking about and the, the debt yeah. level was close to $250,000 from the four-year university, yeah. plus the years of law, plus the years of eating shit sandwiches in the beginning of working for like probably accumulated all of that. And I thought to myself, okay, this mastermind was about, you know, $7,000 and you're sitting yeah. on $250,000 of debt from school. You have this degree that is great. It gives you a foot to stand on, but it's not what you're doing anymore. And we know yeah. people have done dentistry and doctors and like, we yeah. had like, this, to see the amount of different people that come through these types of masterminds, especially fast foundations, like it is all over the board. And yeah. I had never looked at investing in myself that way. Same thing. I had to use a credit card and I went and found a 0% interest credit card for a year and was able, it was the exact amount I needed for the mastermind. And yeah. I'll tell you, like, I promised myself I would not pay that off unless I started making money in the business. And so that was like my bet on myself. Nobody knew that I did yeah. that. Nobody else cared. No, like, it was strictly an investment yeah. for me for the first time in 18 adult years after working, you know, in the hair industry for as long as I did. I was like, what if I put myself in a six month container to see what the fuck is possible for my life? Yeah. yeah. And now I get to record these podcasts with epic people like you. Like, <laughs> who knew? Like, sometimes the dream is so far out, like, of you can't even, because you're so in it. Like, you can't yeah. even see the possibility of what could happen. So I want to touch on one thing because you you reminded me of something just, was it yesterday? Day before yesterday. So I was at Keisha Fitzgerald's event. Uh, the Empower yeah. live event in Phoenix this past weekend. And Chris Harder spoke, one of the originators of this mastermind. And he was up there talking with Keisha. They were doing like a little fireside chat about imposter syndrome and about, you know, every new level, every new room that you walk into when there's higher level of people, people that are more successful than you or people that are doing the things you say you want to be doing or the dreams you have to aspire. Like when you start to get into rooms or you're around people like that, he's like, the imposter syndrome is real. And he was just really touching on it and being totally honest because he was in a room full of like 400 women 
who there was like 75% of them was their first time investing in like an in-person event. And it was like a three-day event in Phoenix. So like the majority of them had to fly in and that's a big investment to stay at a hotel and to fly and buy a ticket. And, you know, he was just speaking into the group of like, if you're feeling that imposter syndrome, if you're feeling like not worthy to take up enough space to start the podcast or to start the coaching program or write the blog or get on social media and start sharing your personal brand, like, don't think it's ever going to go away. That's something you just have to like adjust to. And Trent Shelton was there. Uh, you know, the speaker, Trent Shelton, yeah. he was sitting right next to me. We were sitting in the back with the other speakers and I leaned over and I, I touched his shoulder and I said, Trent, after everything you've gone through in life, football, the NFL, like speaking on massive stages, 2.2 million followers on social media. I'm like, do you still get imposter syndrome? And he goes, Psh, of course I do. He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, every new room puts you in a new level of discomfort that makes you question, like, am I supposed to be here? Am I worthy to do this? Do people really want to hear from me? And yeah. it was so nice to hear from two like people that I respect and, and think, oh, they got it all figured out. It's not the case. Yeah. Like, it's not. So- it, it made me feel better too. So I was like, we're all dealing with the same thing. Cool. So our problems are not n- unique to us. We just have to lean in for support and figure out ways we can get around other people pushing through that discomfort. Right. And that's why I always say to coaches, I'm like, the fear and the imposter syndrome is never going to go away. You just have to learn how to work through it. You have to learn how to get around it or just like, just quiet it down so that you can take the action because it's always going to be there. And yeah, like Oprah gets nervous, you know, Oprah has fears, you know, Beyonce, I'm sure feels imposter syndrome sometimes, you know, it's like, we're human at the end of the day, we're all human, you know? So you've got to just learn to work with these human emotions. And that's why the mindset piece is so, is, is equally as important as the strategy. Like, because they, you, you, they have to go together. Yeah. I love that. Oh my God. I love talking with you. We're, see, this is the type of vibe that you could get when you get in rooms with other epic women who live in another state country that you would never otherwise meet. And then, you know, you can, you can relate and you can feel so grounded in like, oh, shit, I'm not alone. Okay. Well, A, that makes me not special. Well, not special in a bad way. <laughs> but like, okay, cool. So we're all like dealing and healing and working through all of the similar things. Like oh, find yourself a community of people who get it and who want to like do the work with you. Cause it is different than sharing your dreams with family or friends. Um, yeah, it's just different, totally. right? It's a different vibe. And you find some of your best friends in these places. Like, you know, it's just, there, there's more to them than just learning the strategies and, and it's, there's, there's so much more to them and it's, it's something you can't even really put into words. You have to experience it, you know, totally. and you know, maybe someday you'll be running your own mastermind and you're having your own place, you know, of, of, of bringing people together who knows. Right. So I would imagine if anyone's listening to this podcast and they're interested in masterminds, that's probably one of the things that they would love to do as well. Um, and you guys can check out more episodes of Fast Foundations, the podcast on Apple and iTunes. You can find more details about the mastermind at fastfoundations.com. Shana, where can people follow and hang out with you? Yeah, absolutely. So shanarecker.com is my website. And on Instagram, I'm at Quantum Leap Queen. So you can find me there and I'm happy to answer any questions or if anything, you know, got sparked during this conversation and you have, you just want to reach out. I'm always happy to chat. So send me a DM. Yes. And that's the thing, like, I really learned this weekend too, was like the, the magic happens in starting those conversations and, you know, from network marketing and just putting yourself out there, you know, don't, don't think you're ever, someone said, I don't want to bother you. I know you're busy. Like send a DM, just say, hi, say, I love the podcast episode. Like you said, X, Y, Z. And it, I really like thought it was cool. Like you never know who needs to hear from you. So it is a gift when we hear 
that this podcast like spoke to you. Um, so we're just sending you guys so much love, happy business building, happy energy building, happy friends making while you're out there in the mean, the mean streets, like go find yourself some support. So we'll see you guys on the next episode of fast foundations, the podcast. Thanks Shana. Thank you so much for tuning in for more free business tips like this. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.